Welcome to the Babbles Nonsense Podcast, where I'm your host, Jonna Grimes, and we're here to discuss any and all things, but especially the shit that I want to talk about. Because let's face it, I have a lot of shit to say. And after all, you are listening to my verbal diary. Let's get started. guys welcome back to another episode of the babbles nonsense podcast i have the girls from glow and co back for another episode um it's caitlin and amanda who are both co-founders and owners of this company that they started it's their mobile spray tanning business here in huntsville alabama caitlin was on the very first episode of my podcast which she did so well with me which we launched and it did really good and we basically talked about what their company was about, but I kind of wanted to reformat my podcast recently to be more about what the business is and like who these girls are and why they did it. So we're kind of going to do a little recap just so that you don't have to go back and listen to the full episode. Um, It was episode one. If you do want to go back and listen to the full episode, but we're going to just do a quick little recap of what spray tanning and all that entails. And then we're going to kind of dive into how they're doing They're I think seven months in seven months into their business. And then when they do their one year, we'll probably have them back and see what they know one year later. Cause you're smarter at that point, I believe. So welcome Caitlin and Amanda. Thanks for having us. Of course. And let's just dive in. So Let's recap what we did on episode one where we talked about spray tanning. So kind of just give us a little rundown of how your business works and what all that entails. Well, we started this company with um, future goals of expanding aesthetics with it, um, but starting out with spray tanning because we're both very passionate about the safe skin and spraying, not laying, preventing skin cancer, fine lines, wrinkles, and providing those in the Madison County area surrounding places with an instant confidence boost and kind of glow up from the inside out. Okay. And then Amanda, you were telling us that your mom has skin cancer. Is that part of the reason why you wanted to dive into this as well? It is. My mom's had skin cancer multiple times. She's had to have She's had to have a bunch of um, spots removed, and she has some scars from it. So since an early age, she's always made um, skincare and sunscreen a big deal. So I've really never even had a true, like, bad burn. Oh, really? That's amazing, because me being redheaded, my mom allowed me to lay out in the sun (laughs) all the time. So I have a lot of skin damage now that I'm trying to actually fix with my esthetician and Uh um, with lasers and stuff like that. So I wish that spray tanning would have been more popular in a small town where I was from because now that's all I do is either I spray tan with y'all or I use, um, what's it called? Self tanner. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's it called? (laughs) I use that. Um, but then mostly just, I think the spray tan is so much better because number one, I can't reach. I don't have a significant other to do my back or anything. Yeah. My husband always used to have to do my back, (laughs) but now he just sprays me every Thursday, which he's also over. (laughs) I was going to say, that's what Caitlin said last time. Her husband sprays her too. So did y'all both teach your husbands how to spray? We did. (laughs) Well, that's obviously amazing. So, um, and last time we talked about the quality of products you use, because obviously that's very important too. If you're thinking about trying to prevent skin cancer, you obviously don't want to put something on your body that's, you know, trash ingredients yeah it's like I mean we're all kind of getting better at this clean product ingredient food so tell us a little bit about the product that you use Uh, we exclusively use Norvell products and their products or they are organic they're vegan cruelty free uh, gluten free paraben free sulfate free 
Um, they're safe for sensitive skin and we custom blend our solutions. So it's not a, a one size fits all with our company. We base it off your skin undertones and then also the depth that you're wanting to achieve. Um, we also offer different selections in regards to our solutions. Not only do we do our standard custom blend, we also have a, rand a rapid solution that you're able to rent sooner. And typically, this is popular in, in those that have young kiddos or people that just don't like to sleep in their bronzer. But that solution is good for every skin undertone that we use there. And our pricing and products are all inclusive. So when you purchase your spray tan that's going to include your prep spray any nose filters hair caps any disposables that you're needing um, barrier creams your solution as well as a drying powder at the end so that way you're not feeling all tacky and sticky and another beautiful thing of our company is that you're not having to leave your home. You're getting to spray from the comfort of your own home. You're not having to worry about the weather. You're not having to worry about finding childcare. You're not having to worry about walking out with no bra on, a hot mess, <laughs> and running into somebody. And so it's just really a quick process. Uh, typically, after your first spray tan from us, we can be in and out in 20 minutes. Okay. So y'all are both nurse practitioners working at a cardiology clinic. So... Let's dive a little bit into y'all, and then I want to dive a little bit into the business as well. We'll kind of intermingle those because I think it's kind of going hand in hand with that. So you just talked about the mobile spray tanning being a great thing so that you don't have to go out in public afterwards and things like that, which is amazing because I know y'all are going to spray tan me when I get done here today, <laughs> and I get to walk out looking like a hot mess, but I came in looking like a hot mess, so it's fine. Um, how do you think that differs from having a studio Obviously, for what you just said, but like, does it make a difference with your business? I'm trying to see how I'm trying to word this question. Would you prefer to have a studio versus being mobile? I think that having a studio would definitely offer an advantage for our business because we would be able to um, provide more time frames for our clients. But at the end of the day, I think that the reason why we've done so well is because our clients do love that we come to them. I think in the future, opening a studio would be nice for overflow, but I find it really hard to believe that our clients, that especially our regulars, would want to then come to a studio after they've had the luxury of us coming to them. Oh, completely, because we all know that convenience is key. We, I mean, if Starbucks delivered to me every day, I wouldn't change that, even if they charged me more money, because convenience and time in this fast-paced world is pretty much a big thing. Is that how you feel too, Amanda? Yeah. Someone that spray tans every week, <laughs> even prior to this, it would be so much more convenient to have been able to go to someone instead of going to the salon and sitting in the line and then having to deal with the weather and fitting all that in. So I, well, I get sprayed by my husband every week now <laughs> at my house, but prior to that, it would have been nice. So Going further into that, um, in the future, you said you would maybe like to have, would that be like on down the line when maybe more aesthetics could be added? And when you say more aesthetics, like what do you hope for in the future aesthetic wise to add to your business? 
I think we would like to add a broad range of aesthetics and healthcare into the business. Um, I've personally gotten Botox multiple times, and in the future, we'd like to do Botox and filler maybe. The state of Alabama right now doesn't allow nurse practitioners to administer Botox unless it's for sweating. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, doesn't make sense. So but. hopefully that'll be changing here in the future. And then we've also thought about doing some IV hydration for, you can do IV hydration for multiple medical issues and hangovers, <laughs> which no one wants to leave their house hungover. Yeah. So that would be very convenient as well. Have y'all thought about, I just, this popped into my head doing, if this ever, like when, once Alabama gets non-stupid, um, like a mobile bus, like where someone could walk into your bus and be like spray tanned, Botoxed up, fillered up, and then walk back. But you actually still go to their house, but they just walk out to your bus. Yes. So that actually was the initial (laughs) idea for this company was to have a beauty bus basically. Um, but we, you know, we wanted to start with a spray tan, see how it goes. But I will say, um, I, I feel like we could definitely still do that portion. And I love the concept of it and everything. But I guarantee you still, like when it's winter and our, our regulars are spray tanning or it's raining, you still have that, like, even though it's just from there to your driveway, that, that walk yeah. there. So if it was raining, you would get wet on the way back in. Mm-hmm. And if it's freezing cold and you're walking out, you know, basically naked, wrapped in a robe. Uh, so, we'll, I, you know, we'll see. Uh, but that, that was the original idea and concept behind all of this and would be definitely nice on our end because I think that we would be able to offer more time slots for our clients because we don't have the setup and breakdown because really the setup and the breakdown is what takes the most time going into the client's house, finding a space, getting set up with the tent and everything like that. Whereas like the spray itself only takes like four minutes and then they're done. Yeah. So it would definitely allow to be able to do more clients and have more availability and time slots for them. Cause right now we're booking out a solid two to three weeks and really honestly closer to the three weeks. I was going to say, I know that because I've (laughs) like, I'm that last minute person. And that's why I, sometimes I do the self tanner because I'm that last minute person. It's like, Oh, I need a tan. I'm doing this. And I'll look on your website. I'm like, damn, they're already booked. (laughs) Shit. So then I'm like, well, self tanner it is. Cause I'm just terrible at scheduling something because number one I work in the emergency room so I never know what my schedule is except three weeks out and if y'all are booking so then I'm just like shit but speaking of that are y'all both full-time nurse practitioners at the hospital and doing this on the side I'm technically a PRN employee but I usually work full-time hours every week in different settings so my hours are not set at all so that has been difficult with the business because for me to set up my spray tanning schedule I also only get a schedule three weeks out at some of the places I cover and so it's been hard for me to kind of balance my hospital work and the spray tanning work and how to not be gone every single day and night I was wondering because that I mean that is hard yeah I mean I I feel like I can easily say we've both been putting in seven days a week between the business and the hospital typically 10 to 12 hours a day between either one of them but I mean I'm I don't well I was about to say I know a lot of people I don't know them personally but like I know a lot of people that like entrepreneurs that I've listened to their podcast or you know follow them on Instagram where they say you kind of have to do that until you build a brand yeah certainly is putting in sweat equity it definitely is and and you know you want to you know we're here to provide these services to our clients and like we want to make everybody happy and so having you know being able 
be able to provide them with these services when they're needing it, especially in like a time of need, we kind of feel this like underlying guilt, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and, you know, just wanting to be able to do the most and do, do it for everybody kind of thing and not have anybody miss out on, you know, what they're trying to book. But we just hired our first employee, so we're really excited for that. That's going to expand our hours, time frame, and our travel radius. Because currently, right now, we, in our pricing, is included a 15-mile radius from downtown. And then we will travel um, outside of that radius for an additional upgraded fee, or depending on if it's a spray tan party. Uh, but now we are offering services to Athens and Decatur, which is really big. And we're really excited for Brewer to join our team. She's super sweet. And I know that all of our clients are going to love her. Which that's very exciting that y'all are hiring your first employee just six months in because a lot of companies don't have that kind of thing that they can do. Is there anything that has changed from the first time that we've spoken um, to now with the business that you either wish you knew or you've upgraded equipment or, you know, you've learned something along the way that just was mind blowing to y'all that just sticks out in your head? I really think it's just kind of been an an evolution of our spray tan technique from what we initially were certified in to kind of like picking up our own just tips and tricks as we've gone along to make things more efficient or just more perfected because I would say both of us are perfectionists when it comes to anything that we're doing. What would you say, Amanda? I would say just like how we have to blend or uh, mix everyone's solution personally, like Caitlin and I both spray people differently. You're not going to be in the same poses when I spray her versus when she sprays you. And that's going to be the same thing for Brewer. So if you do spray with different, you know, me one time, Caitlin one time, Brewer one time, don't get worried if you're standing in different spots or turning a different way. I think everyone just does everything like this a little bit differently. And that just makes it more personal too. We're not just spraying everyone one way. And another question that just popped in my head, because <laughs> every time we talk, this is why I don't like to write stuff down, because every time we talk like something, so I know people personally at the hospital that after they, you know, saw that I got spray tanned by y'all or whatever, they were like, how did you do that? Like, you know, Caitlin, how did you stand in front of her naked? Do y'all get that a lot? Like, well, I can't do this because I know you. <laughs> we, uh, well, I feel like, well, not even just with people that we know, we have a ton of clients that will ask, you know, well, what am I supposed to spray tan in? And our answer is always whatever you're comfortable with, we're comfortable with. About 95% of our clients tan completely nude. And then the other 5% tan just like panties or panties in a bandeau or a bathing suit. Yeah. So when it comes down to people that we know that we're spraying, obviously it's easier for me to say because I'm not the one standing naked in the tent. But like it's no different to us. And I think maybe it makes people feel a little bit comfortable I'm a, when yeah, they I was know say, that I'm more like comfortable in the medical background that makes them, it seems to like magically yeah. instantly make them feel like, Oh, okay. Like, and then they just will strip down. Well, because but, I mean, we see naked people all the time yes. at the hospital. We think nothing about it. We're just like, Oh, it's just another day. But I know it's easy for, you know, us to think on that end. Cause we're not the ones standing there naked in a tent, but I don't know. Like, I guess I, it'd be easier to ask somebody that we've sprayed. Like, such well, I mean, as to me, I was fine. Well, number one, I just, I'm not an embarrassed person. Now I do have body image issues and sometimes I, and I'll apologize to Caitlin a lot because Caitlin sprays me. No and like, apologies allowed in the tent. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm sorry, I've gained weight. Just don't look. Or like I told her the other day, cause I've started doing a Brazilian wax, which that's another topic for another day. And I told her, I said, uh, my wax appointment's not till Tuesday. So just don't look. <laughs> 
I've had to do pap smears on patients at my other <laughs> jobs. So usually once I drop that one, everyone calms down. Like it's yeah. fine. Yeah, Spray exactly. tan is nothing compared to that. <laughs> well, I, when I first, I told Caitlin the story when we did it last time when I did a, when I did my first spray tan, it was awkward because I didn't know the person. So then it, to me, it was more awkward because I didn't know them. But I guess it's almost like we've been friends for a long time. So it's like, whatever. I'm just going to, like, it's almost like if you came over to my house and I was like, hey, I'm going to change real quick. And you walked in, I'd be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But that did, because I have had people ask me that. They'll be like, oh my God, I don't think I could ever do that. I know her. And I was like, it's really not a big deal. Yeah. So that was one of the questions that I was thinking about. And then also, since your business has started, I've noticed, well, you've told me, you support a lot of local businesses here in Huntsville. Was that something you always had envisioned? Like, I'm only going to support these these people? Or is it something that kind of just started out? And then maybe now that you're getting more of a bigger name, a bigger brand, you might have to branch outside of local because you need other things that local maybe not able to provide? So we definitely have a strong sense of community and starting this business, it really honestly made me realize how the local business, especially even more zoned in like the women's like locally owned businesses are here, that we had such a good support system starting this business. I felt like people were very supportive and reaching out to us and including us and we definitely love to do the same back it's just really nice to see everybody with such great positive attitudes and supporting each other in these businesses because it definitely is not a cakewalk starting a business it's very stressful there's a lot of moving parts and just knowing that somebody else is you know has been in the same shoes or is currently in the same shoes um there that you can kind of lean on is is nice Yes, with that being said, I know that y'all have started coming out with merchandise. Like, you're drinking out of your Glow & Co. cute little water bottle now. And I have this cute little Glow & Co. hat in front of me that I'm going to wear out of here today and take off my Nike one because it doesn't match. Um, has that all been local as well that you're doing? So, we've been using the Apparel Lab. Um, and Jamie at Apparel Lab has been amazing to work with. They are so quick to respond. They can do small orders all the way up to extremely large orders, which is nice. A lot of places, if you were trying to go to online or maybe even some locally, will have like a minimum order. And so if you don't order at least whatever that minimum order is, you can't place an order. Whereas if you just need to get, you know, three, four, five things from Apparel Lab, they're able to accommodate that, which is nice. Their turnaround is quick. All of their products that we've gotten from them has been very uh, quality and you get mock-ups too. So they'll send you over the design that they've put together with your items and you get to see it in real life before you commit to purchasing with them. We do um, plan to start here soon though with... We do plan to start offering private label products, though, here soon. Um, But unfortunately, that's not something that we could source locally because there's not a a company that produces here. So we have had to outsource not locally for that. But we will be printing our labels here locally. So we we try to do local as much as 
humanly possible. And we're really excited for these additions. We're going to be selling our own exfoliating mitts uh, because that is the most important step to prep for your spray tan. (laughs) I promise you, we can tell you, we can tell when you have not exfoliated as soon as we start to spray you. (laughs) We can see that old spray tan on your back. Yes, we can see that old spray tan (laughs) on you. So don't think that we can't. I have that on me always. So it's okay. (laughs) And then we're going to be doing uh, a tanning water slash mist it's going to be really great for touch-ups of your face and hands because those are always the first to go with your face products and you know washing more frequently than the rest of the body and then we're going to also have a gradual tanner slash moisturizer extender so that'll be really good for when you're going on vacation and or you know typically our spray tans last seven to ten days just depending on how you've prepped and then how you're maintaining afterwards but this will be something good to add on like day three, day four, just to really extend life that tan and honestly probably could get up to 14 days out of it at that point. So is it just a tan extender or will it be like a self tanner? It is a tan extender that depending on how you build it, use it can also be okay. a self tanner and it's also a moisturizer all in one. It's a three in one. Oh, that's, I'm not ever seeing that kind of product. Is that something that y'all have just researched or you're like, no, this would be a great idea. Um, it's or just well, something I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like maybe there's other products out there that are similar to this. Okay. Um, but usually it is either like self tanner or tan extender. This one is just kind of a combination the way that it's going to be able to be buildable depending on kind of where, where you're trying to be with that level of color that you're getting from it. The amount of DHA that's in it um, is a little bit less than a normal self tanner. So that way, if you use it, say back to back two days, it'll give you a little bit more build on it than it would if you didn't but you can use it every day. So gotcha. something like if, if you use a self tanner every day, that would not, that would be a no go. This one's something that you can use every day safely without it. So when can we expect this product out on either your website or wherever, I guess that would be where we would purchase it, right? Yeah. So, uh, our full website is going to be launching soon. Currently we have just our booking website. So, Once the website is fully finished, we'll have our booking website mixed with our products as well and merchandise. So you'll be able to purchase online as well as local delivery here. Um, And there'll be stuff that we'll carry on hand with us when we go to our appointments. That way, if it's an item that they're needing then or wanting, then we'll have it on hand with us too. Okay. So you spoke earlier and I just want to kind of briefly retouch on this because I suck at the steps before spray tanning and (laughs) after spray tanning because Caitlin has gotten onto me multiple times because I'm a gym goer. So I know a lot of people who listen to me are into the health and fitness world. And obviously a lot of people who go to the gym spray tan because they know how important health is. But can we just briefly go over the spray tanning steps pre and post because I always mess them up. So the day before your tan, we want you to do waxing or shaving of any hair that you need to do. You need to exfoliate the day before. Definitely don't get your manicure or pedicure after (laughs) your spray tan. Um, You need to get that before also because if you soak your legs in a um, pedicure tub, it's going to strip your spray tan. Don't use bar soap um, or any type of soap that's thick and like cream-based. The worst is Dove, which... I'm guilty of, 
I always use Dove for sensitive skin prior to opening this business. It's not bad, but it's not good for your spray tan. And then don't go get waxed. If you have to get like your eyebrows waxed or anything like that, you also need that to do that prior to your tan. The day of the tan, we want you to wear dark, loose-fitting clothes. Um, the tan will come out of light clothes. It's just better to go ahead and wear dark clothes. And we don't want you to wear a bra or anything that will rub the tan off. The day after the rinse or the day after the spray, we'll want you to wait 12 to 24 hours for our regular solution to rinse it off. Your first shower, shower you'll just rinse it off um, with lukewarm water, no soap. You'll rinse till you see the water run clear. And then we typically like you to wait 24 hours to moisturize or wash your hair and get shampoo on you. Because, right, if you um, wash your hair, you're getting shampoo on you before that 24-hour mark. So that's what we recommend. And the better you prep, the better this tan will last. I'm not always the best at prepping myself. <laughs> you're not compliant as well as we like to say in the medical world? No, I'm not a compliant Did customer. Did I say not as we do? Yes. I just typically decide I want to spray and then I exfoliate and shave right before. Um <laughs> But don't do that if you. But so how? So if I'm a gym goer and you know I like to work out five days a week and I don't have because I like I don't I don't work out on my work days right which are twelve thirteen hours a day so obviously you can't spray me on my work day then how do I go to the gym and then get spray tanned if you have <laughs> to shower the day of your spray tan what I would typically say like say you go to the gym and then you need to shower before you get sprayed I would just definitely rinse or definitely shave and exfoliate the day prior and then try to work out as far from the, your spray tan time as you can and just don't shave and exfoliate that day just you know wash what you have to and then we'll spray we'll dry you down even better if it's been recent um, you just have to go into it knowing that we can't promise 100 percent that you're getting your best tan if you shower right before your spray tan and that's just like your expectation of the tan too but like we said earlier we really want everyone to be pleased with their tan and give them what they want so we're just trying to you know make sure that happens set and you mean, up for success yeah as i say like you obviously like me as a consumer i can't get mad at you for something i didn't do because it's not all based on you it's based on what i do too right and i'm a very pale blonde i can't expect even with a spray tan to look like someone who has dark hair and olive skin yeah. it's not going to happen um, so your expectations need to be realistic as well because it's just also not going to look natural for me who's pale or Jonna, who's yeah. redheaded, to be as dark as someone who has dark hair and dark skin. So we also need to discuss that in your appointment. Talk about how tan you want to be and a realistic expectation. Yeah. So I think that's great because I do go to the gym and Caitlin gets mad at me because I take a shower. But I don't I don't use soap. I just rinse off because I don't want to be sweaty and gross and over. But I can't not go to the gym. I'm sorry. I can't not shower. That's my issue. Yeah. Like, it's just like... <laughs> I'm a showering freak. <laughs> but what I didn't know, because I didn't know this until we spoke recently, that you're not supposed to use lotion the next morning after you shower. Because Caitlin was like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to. I was like, oh, so didn't know that. We know this for a fact. Caitlin does not moisturize after her tan. <laughs> I moisturize after my tan because I have very dry skin and her tan lasts much longer than mine. But that's on me. You know, I take a hot shower almost every day. And I put on lotion after my first tan. So that's kind of the expectation in prepping 
Yeah. We know it's a fact. (laughs) And I just still don't comply. So now for some hard questions. And if you don't want to answer, just let me know. So let's say you have a customer that's unhappy with their tan. Do you want, do you prefer, and obviously you would prefer this, I would assume, them come to you and tell you they're not happy or just go blasted everywhere and then not tell you? No, absolutely. We would love the transfer service recovery. Um, we want to know what's going on. It's also constructive criticism for us and then kind of working through like what caused this issue in the first place. Was it something that we could have done better next time or was it something that maybe the client had done and then ju- they just weren't aware that they weren't supposed to do that. I feel like whenever somebody books with us, we always give uh, prep information and post-care information. But when it's their first one, it seems like a lot of information up front. Like we send them a detailed list of items and I know it can seem overwhelming. And if the person's never sprayed before, they're probably like, what did I just get myself into? But once you do it one time, it's really just kind of a walk in the park after that. But we do try to set all of our clients up for success with the information on prep during and after to, you know, make them aware of what's going to give them the best tan possible. I would say, honestly, we don't have many issues because we are custom blending. So, you know, a lot of people's biggest fear, I feel like with spray tanning, especially those who have never sprayed before is the thought of like being orange. Yeah. And so doing custom blending really cuts down on that even being an option because that color's not going to overdevelop for their skin time skin type. Um, but I think that spray tanning in general has came a long way from what it used to be. Like when I was in high school and spray tanning, that's all you thought about was mm-hmm. orange, Oompa Loompa, people walking around. And I feel like it's just kind of like a learning thing as you go through. Um, this is kind of a very random thing that we've come across. We've noticed um, people that are fair skin with red hair for whatever reason in their armpits, it gets this little striation. And so when the first, you know, few people that we sprayed like that, they would send like a picture like, Hey, like my armpit, like right here looks a little bit funny. And we noticed it was, it was literally just on redheads with fair skin. And so we're like, obviously it's something to do with the skin type. And we kind of find, we found a work or a work around, around that to help minimize or completely reduce that outcome for them. So it's clearly something to do with the skin on that skin type. But we've made adjustments, and since we've done that, I feel like we haven't had any issues. Okay, I, on I don't that. think mm-hmm. I've ever had that with y'all. But I also tan for a redhead. Like I'm mm-hmm. pale right now because I haven't tanned, but I I get I can get yeah. tan. Another thing is is after your first rinse without soap, you can still have some extra bronzer on you, especially like on your chest or your knees or elbows or hands. And a lot of people get really freaked out about that. Um, typically after the second rinse with soap and everything that all buffs out. So I think it's more like back to the expectation thing. Cause if you're used to getting a spray tan, you're like, Oh, this will lighten up in a day. It'll be okay. I remember the first time I got a spray tan and you know, it's like not a lot of bronzer at first. Mm-hmm. And then I went home and I was sitting on the couch watching TV. And then I got up like three hours later and then I looked in the mirror and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I look like a bodybuilder. What is going on? No one informed me that I was going to get darker as it went on. And I literally freaked out. Yeah. Like not like, not from y'all. This was like my very, yeah. very first spray tan. I was like, Oh my God. 
that and with our rapid solution people get really nervous because at you rinse at three to four hours and that cosmetic bronzer um, that we're using to help us guide our spray washes off completely after your rapid tan and you don't look very tan till the following day that's funny that you say that because when I did that photo shoot with y'all which we're going to talk about y'all's photo shoots next because they're so damn cute but when I did that photo shoot Caitlin did a wrap it on me for the first time and I literally texted her I was like I'm so sorry I said I think I messed up your tan and I said I'm not going to be tan for this photo shoot she was like well what's wrong and I said I just washed it off maybe too soon or something and she was like no girl it's going to develop and I was like oh okay <laughs> I was like I really thought that I washed the tan off and I'm like not going to have this tan for y'all's photo shoot because <laughs> it literally went yes, away in the yes. first rinse, and I was freaking out And we always uh, try to make sure that's very clear to our clients for booking the rapid solution that it doesn't mean you rapidly have a tan. There's no such thing. There's no product out there that's going to give you a rapid tan like that. There's solutions that have cosmetic bronzer in for instant gratification, but the whole process behind the DHA, which is the sugar-based solution, it has to have that production with the top layer of your skin. So it takes a full 24 hours. Even if you do the rapid or the custom blend where you can't rinse until between 12 and 24, both solutions take 24 hours to develop. The rapid just allows you to rinse earlier so you don't have to worry about getting wet if you have kiddos or you've got you know stuff going on later on that afternoon or you don't like to sleep in the bronzer itself. So we always try to make sure people like are aware. Like that way you trust the process and don't freak out. And <laughs> Like me. <laughs> and then a lot, of people, a lot of people will get concerned if they've never sprayed before that cosmetic bronzer looks pretty dark mm-hmm. yeah. afterwards. So they're usually like, oh gosh, like I'm going to be too dark. And it's like, it's going to be okay. Like just trust the process, do your rinse, especially after your second shower with soap. Everything is very kosher, looks great. So let's talk about your photo shoots because I was, I got to be in one, which was so much fun. How are they? So who do y'all design these in your head? Like what you want? Do you like have a Pinterest board? Like how, who's the creative inspiration behind this? Because they're so damn cute, especially the one that you showed me. I don't think you've released all the photos yet, but I got to see it at work because we see each other at work and they are so cute. Caitlin's the one that does all of our designing. (laughs) So she plans these photo shoots. Um, We usually do neutral colors and just stick with that. But we pick like a theme most times. She also does all the creative stuff with our Instagram and marketing and everything like that. So anytime you want to give compliments to that, that's for Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) And then speaking of your design, you recently got a new logo. Did you design your new logo? Uh, No, we reached out. The first one, the first logo we had, I did design that, but I really just had a different idea in mind and wanted to have somebody with a true graphic design background put it together um, going forward. And so shout out to Emily Hill. She's on Instagram under Emily Liz Art. So that's going to be Emily L-I-Z-A-R-T, Emily Liz Art. Um, she was quick to get back to us on our logo, provided us all the files that we needed to be able to do product branding for our merchandise. And she was great to work with. And so how often are you doing photo shoots? Are they like for specific purposes? Cause I know the one that we did was for Valentine's day, like Galentine's day to promote spray tanning for that. Is that kind of what you like kind of seasonal or holidays or just whenever you feel like it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think beginning the business, um, we had, we've done four 
technical photo shoots with professional photographers thus far. And that was really good to one, connect with other locally owned businesses that were women owned business. We intentionally chose a women owned business each time that was local for our photographer, for our hair and makeup. And we've chose to go with a different person each time just to kind of support everyone. And um, it's really been a lot to help give us content and go forward. Well, I think that's good because I had so much fun and you definitely always bring the local businesses involved into it. So set that aside. I do have, we answered some of the questions from Instagram that I posted, but I did have one question that kind of deals with design that I didn't know how to incorporate like into the conversation. So I'm just going to flat out ask you, um, who designed or built your website? Well, I guess your website's not technically all the way out, but who did design the website? So our booking website that we have right now, uh, I put together, um, and then I'll be doing the design for our official website that will be launching hopefully this month, actually. So Okay. And then we talked about your logo design, and then what booking or contract software do you prefer to book your clients? We use Square currently. Um, I think that we'll be using that for the foreseeable future, but maybe when we circle back at the one year, I may or may not have a different answer for you, but that's who we use for all of our online contracts as well as our uh, booking website. So let's get a little personal, girls. So... Y'all talked about working at the hospital three days a week, and then on your off days, you spray tan people. How do y'all's husbands feel about that? Like, do you ever get to have a date night, a fun night out? <laughs> so, just it's a spray tan ride along yeah. date night. <laughs> just recently, my husband got a little, um, <laughs> we got a new puppy a couple weeks ago, and her name is May, and she's my, I initiated getting May, <laughs> and just so happens that week we got her, I was gone from the house till like 8 or 9 o'clock every night that week. Sorry, David. David was like, we need to back off um, <laughs> the working and the spray tanning for a minute, so I've had to try to do that. I've done a little bit better. Um it's hard to balance, though. Uh, yeah, we don't I mean, want to turn down people to spray tan them, especially when we're building a business. The hardest to turn down is brides. Yeah. I mean, that would be very hard because that's obviously their big day and yes. they want to look really good. Yes. And if you've been in the shoes, you know how stressful like it, all of it already is anyway. <laughs> what about you, Caitlin? How's, how's that go for you? How do you balance that? Uh, no she s- doesn't. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm on <laughs> autopilot. It really helps, though. Both of our husbands are super supportive. They are the best men on the universe. I promise you this. I don't know what we did to deserve them <laughs> at all. Um, but it, it does come down to just, you know, either setting boundaries or, you know, blocking off a set amount of time to, like, say, okay, this will be an afternoon that we're going to have together, um, which hopefully I get better at going forward. Um, but I do incorporate, like I'll do a spray tan and it'll be an evening spray tan and he'll just ride along with me to that. And then we'll go grab dinner or something afterwards. So, and I would imagine it would get better hiring brewer into the company because then y'all might be able to block off a little bit of time, like maybe opposite weeks or something to wear. That's the hope. But then a part (laughs) of me feels like it's really just kind of expanding our availability and adding an additional, you know, booking options versus, you know, really helping us kind of back down and block off more personal time. Um, But I I get that. I mean, I completely do. 
But I feel like they're super, they're super troopers. They've been very supportive and it definitely has been something hard to balance. But I know going forward, as we learn as business owners, setting those boundaries for your mental health and your physical health is something that you've got to do to continue to thrive. Agreed. Do you feel pressure to always be tan? out in public when like people are like like they recognize you now and they're like oh there's the glow and co girls and like do you feel pressure to have your tan on I do okay Mm -hmm. because I know me as a macro coach like when I gain weight I feel pressure to lose it because people are looking at me going oh well well look at you like how can you help me I don't necessarily (laughs) want to walk around in my glow and co hat and be glowing white um pale and co since I'm super pale I try to spray every week um but I did that prior to this as well I just don't feel confident unless I have a spray tan on even in the winter I spray it might not look like a spray tan ever because it's not (laughs) that dark (laughs) but I can pretty much guarantee you if I'm out somewhere um dressed in normal clothes I have a spray tan or something on (laughs) do you feel that pressure uh, well, it's not that I don't feel the pressure. I definitely feel that it would behoove me more to be tan more often, <laughs> but priorities here. Um, I know that whenever I do spray tan, it is much more noticeable in the sense of I have people like, oh, like you look like your, your color looks really good. Like, you know, did you just get back from vacation? Yeah. And so for me, since I don't spray as often, like I probably only spray like once every month and a half, to be honest, just mainly because I'm tired and don't have time to feel naked and cold in the spray tan at the end of the night when I get home from spraying all you beautiful people of Huntsville (laughs) at 9.30 at night. Um, But... um, it does definitely help from a business standpoint because you're a walking billboard of your own company and kind of, you know, showcasing what our products, you know, our solutions look like and that you don't have this fake bake yeah. solution. And I really feel like the best tan is the one, the best spray tan is the one that you don't notice that isn't real. Yeah, I agree. Um, for, since that y'all are both nurse practitioners and we mentioned that, if this brand became so big that you had to quit your jobs, how do you feel about that? Because you work so hard for your degrees. I know we talked about this at work the other day. Like, what if it came down to like, now I'm just throwing out numbers, like you're a multi-million dollar company and it's like, well, you don't have time to be at the hospital. Would you be like, I don't think I would ever stop completely. Um, like I said earlier, I'm PRN. So technically I think I only have to be there once a month and I don't think I would ever drop that. I'd always keep doing that at least. Okay. Yeah. Same. It, you know, it really helps like keep up your license too, um, for you to be able to get all your continuing educations and everything like that. I definitely would not mind backing off and dropping down to PRN and working whenever, you know, I wanted to work versus, you know, knowing that you're working because you have to be there a set amount of days, set amount of hours, having more flexibility in that, and then being able to grow more in this company and our brand and start offering more aesthetic items. I think that maybe if Alabama ever did pass like Botox and stuff like that, and we were able to expand the aesthetics portion I think that both of us would be fine with stepping away from the hospital because then we're still doing using your license yes. yeah well I can tell you right now that if I had a business I would totally quit the hospital like tomorrow <laughs> like could promise you yesterday <laughs> like yeah um this might be a little too personal of a question and I know we've talked about it in the past which we me and Amanda are going to do a separate 
podcast on later once she's ready. But being in our 30s, Amanda, are you 30 mm-hmm. yet? I am. You just turned 30, right? I did. I okay, I was going to say, I didn't want to, like, age you at yes. all. But I was like, <laughs> no. being women in our 30s and having a career and y'all are married, how, how like, what if y'all decide to have children? How will that affect the company? Because obviously if you have a little baby at home, you're not going to be able to go spray tan every night. And that's something that we talked about because um, I don't plan on having children. Well, number one, I don't have a significant other, so there's not an option. But I've never thought there about... There is an option. You <laughs> could have a surrogate. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're not doing that. Um, and then, so do y'all plan on having children at all? At the moment, it's not on the forecast for Michael and I. We really just enjoy having our time together, traveling, not being on any kind of schedule other than our own schedule. And just, the, I feel like I'm enough to handle alone by itself. <laughs> Let's be honest. Caitlin is Michael's child. <laughs> uh, I have a lot to handle, a handful. And what about you, Amanda? So we've actually um, been trying to have kids now actively for over a year, um, as I guess when we started actively trying, not necessarily not trying prior to that. My husband, David, he is five and a half years older than me, so I'm 30 and he'll be 36 this October. So there's always a bunch of pressure, I think, (laughs) for that. Yeah. Um, We never expected to have a problem we actually have been having to go to the fertility doctor we have what's called unexplained infertility which makes it even more frustrating because no one can figure out um why why it's not happening we did IUI at first and now we're in the middle of a second round of IVF so next time we talk hopefully I'll have a successful second (laughs) round (laughs) Um, but we'll see. We'll see. But that's something we talked about, like normalizing. Like, I know I just asked all that, but I think that, I mean, obviously this is for an interview with the, with women who are building a brand in a company, because if this were men building a brand in a company, no one would ask them that, nor do anyone ask men in general anyways, oh, when are you and your wife going to have a baby? And that's something that you and I had talked about, that why is it acceptable for people to ask <laughs> that? And that's something that I feel like me and you could expand on in another podcast about the, the difficulties that that you've been through and why it's because I get asked too like oh when are you going to get married and have a baby and it's like I mean just because I'm in my 30s doesn't mean that I'm decrepit and old like leave, right. like, leave me alone like I'll do it in my own time <laughs> like um geriatric pregnancy really needs to be changed from yeah. 35 <laughs> well more and more women are actually having babies in their 40s because yes. women are becoming these more successful career driven women who are building businesses and brands and they don't they don't have time because you go through college in your 20s and then you meet someone in your like mid 20s late 20s and then you want time to yourself to travel and whatever and then it, y'all are building this glow and co company from the ground up like that takes several years it doesn't just happen overnight like there are some people that are successfully just like overnight boom but y'all are doing amazing in the first six seven months that y'all are doing this and I think it's amazing what y'all are doing and I definitely want to expand on this conversation with you because I think there are are probably a lot of people out there that are having difficulties that don't talk about it because it is a sensitive subject and I think that would be great if you would love to continue this conversation for another podcast yeah we definitely need to do that and I can say this 
from firsthand experience, my husband is also a healthcare provider, and I don't think he's ever been asked one time when he's going to have children. Yeah. I get asked um, at least every couple of weeks from a patient. I was going to say, it's, it's patients, it's doctors, mm-hmm. it's people out, people who just know you, or your friends, your family. Or you're going to quit your job once you do have a baby. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which, like, it's well, not 19... 19- 50 yeah. yeah or like whenever you tell them like you don't have any intentions to have any kids or they'll you know respond back oh you'll change your mind mm-hmm. or it's the best thing that will ever happen to mm-hmm. you so I get that a lot too or women or couples that choose to only have one child yeah like what's wrong with one child People always want to question that as well so it's judgment on the decision regardless of the decision you yeah. make and like I like I always tell people when they're like, oh, you'll change your mind. I'm like, but some people have to choose not to have kids because we're overpopulated. So <laughs> thank me later. <laughs> Do you have anything else before we end this podcast that y'all want to tell your lovely glow and co babes? Uh, just that we're excited to roll out this private label. We'll definitely have more details coming to that on our social media. Follow us at Spray Tan Huntsville and our website will be launching soon and also keep an eye out for the next volume of the scout guide as the two of us will be in there with our company and we're excited to start that journey for all things local here in Huntsville. Amanda, you got anything to say? (laughs) (laughs) We'll continue to try to figure out how to balance work life and maybe babies. Uh, I like that. Maybe babies. Hopefully we can have We'll touch base on that again at the year mark, and Caitlin and I will try to figure that out a little bit better for everyone. All right, guys, I just want to thank y'all so much again for doing this. And I mentioned this earlier to you, Amanda, and I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but this is my first interview um, ever doing it with like two people because I bought a special mic when I told Caitlin we were going to do this. And I was like, I've never done an interview where I had to have three mics. So I was like, technical difficulties over here. But so Caitlin and Amanda, so the Spray Tanning Company was my first podcast. And I think it's cool that y'all are my first podcast again to do it with (laughs) an interview of two people. So, yay, thank you. And until next time, guys, bye.